I hear the ticking of the clock. I'm lying here beside you tonight. Okay, ruined a perfectly good love song right out of the gate. Wow. Sorry, Hart, who wrote and composed that song. Uh, Welcome to the Harlan Highway, where you will fall in love with this podcast. Um, Glad to have you here. Speaking of falling in love, I'm going to play you a phone call where it looks like somebody fell in love with me. Whoa. And you won't be able to blame them when you hear what I did. What I wait till you hear what I did to, to make them fall in love. It was so easy what I did. It took less than a second for me to make someone fall in love with me. Wait till you hear it. Also, um, we're going to talk about something that'll make you fall into hate, and that's some of the gross crap that you find in your food that the government allows. They allow some really gnarly stuff to be in our food. Wait till you hear what we've got. And then a call in from the Queen of England to give us an update on the royal baby George. Unbelievable. As always, here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-o! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth. (laughs) Many, many years of therapy. Many, many, many fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. Um, I just heard your interview on the Allison Rosen podcast, and I really enjoyed it. And it brought back a memory that I had um, from when I was 14. I, I was at the 1998 Saturn Awards, um, and you either winked at me or smiled at me. I can't remember exactly. The memory is blurry, but I think maybe you winked at me. And um, it really, um, I don't know. I've been in love with you ever since. And um, I lost track of what you were up to for a while, but I just checked out your website and your podcast, and it's really great. And I just wanted you to know that... um, Though I'm sure you smile and wink at everyone who awkwardly stares at you. It was a very special moment for me. So that's it. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Okay. Uh, Awkward. Uh, Ooh. Ah. Uh, I winked at you and you were 14? No, 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 no. I probably definitely smiled at you. Uh, winking just isn't in my wheelhouse. I, I don't wink at people and especially 14 year old girls. That's just, that's, that's creepy right there. Um, but I probably definitely smiled. Uh, I do tend to smile at people 
especially I think most people do if you if you catch someone staring at you unless they got like drool coming down and they're stabbing a machete into the floorboards while they stare at you and make this noise okay if they're doing that <laughs> that's that's just not good smiling and staring and winking material right there but uh hey you know i try to smile at people smiling's friendly smiling's nice and uh i'm sure i smiled at you um happens all the time especially when you're at a function you know when you're at a show an award show or something you're just always smiling it's like being at a party who isn't smiling at a party from when i was 14 yeah i, I get it you were 14 um, <laughs> awkward again. Yeah, what wasn't a wink, and you know, it might have been a, a a bug flew in my eye or something like that. I I just could never imagine a time when I would, let alone wink at someone. But a fourteen-year-old, no. Um, but to get people that wink at you, I think there was a it. There, was there ever a time when it was kind of friendly and kind of like, uh, oh, what a cheery old guy winking at me? I always found winking a little creepy. Um, I don't know. It's just what what is a wink saying? Is a wink saying, "Hey, how you doing?" Is it like waving with your uh, with your eye? Hey, how you doing? Wink, 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 wink. Or is a wink a little more sexual? It's like, hey, look at uh, look at my eye closing. Kind of, kind of the way I'd like to close the bedroom door while we're in there together. Wink, wink, close door. Wink. It's an awkward thing, and and no one's ever really defined what a wink is saying. I remember when I was a little boy and used to go to church, and there was this old guy, this bald old guy. He looked like the guy from Monopoly. And he'd always be at church, and uh, he'd have the white mustache, and he was very distinguished, wore a blue suit. And whenever I'd catch us looking at each other, he'd just do, he'd wink at me and do a little, like, grin. And part of me was like, oh, I got a secret relationship with this old guy. He just, he thinks I'm a good kid. He thinks I'm a good 11-year-old kid. He's just being a friendly old man. And then even at that age, I was a little suspicious. I was like, wait a minute. Don't guys usually wink at girls? Isn't that kind of like a sexual thing? Isn't it kind of a flirty thing? What's the Monopoly guy winking at me for in church on a Sunday? Excuse me, Monopoly guy. No, I will not pass go. I will not collect 200 if that's what you're thinking. And you will not get a get-out-of-jail-free card for what you're thinking. So I've always found the wink a little off-putting. Now, if a woman, a beautiful woman, guys, if you're, if you're wailing down the highway, you know, the window's open, it's 90 degrees, flies buzzing around inside your uh, your your cab of your vehicle, and all of a sudden uh, a, a blonde pulls up beside you in the other lane in a convertible, her her blonde hair blowing in the breeze. 
She's got these big dark sunglasses off, pearly white smile, red lipstick, cute summer dress. She looks over, pulls the sunglasses off, beautiful crystal blue eyes, big eyelashes, and she winks at you? Are you kidding? That is, now that's what winking's for. That's what you, that's where you want to get winked. There, there's a good old wink right there. Okay, or if you're at a bar and some gorgeous girl is leaning up against the bar and you're, you're like standing with all your buddies and you make eye contact and all of a sudden she winks. Oh, yeah. But a 79-year-old man with a white mustache who looks like he's uh, the Monopoly guy in church winking at an 11-year-old boy, namely me? That's called trauma. That's called therapy. That's called to catch a predator. I shouldn't say that. He was a nice old guy. I'm sure it was harmless. But it set the tone for me to be really, really careful about when and where you wink. And so, young lady... And you do, you sound sweet as hell. Uh, I hope that uh, whatever connection we made, I, I, I rest assured it was more than likely a smile. And if it was a wink, maybe I was goofing around. Because it sounds like you were a kid. From when I was 14. And so a wink probably never happened. But now I think all our listeners here, you, you sound kind of sweet. You sound like you got a bit of a sultry voice. And I think it's just a natural curiosity that anyone would have. Now we're all thinking, well, what the hell does she look like now? If she was 14 then, I'm guessing, uh, I think you said it was in the the late 90s. So now you're probably about 26. You're probably a full-blown woman. And you're probably allowed to be winked at. And I'm going down to the garage right now to get my Monopoly costume on. I've got got the big top hat. And the uh, the the three piece suit with the the little raised collar and the shiny black shoes and the cane. I'm gluing on a, a white mustache. Where are you now? I now I do want to wink at you. Am I right, guys? Even girls are. Are we curious what this this lovely lady looks like now? I mean, after all, she's in love with me. Apparently, she says. I think maybe you winked at me, and um, it really. Um, I don't know. I've been in love with you ever since. Wow. What kind of smile what kind of smile do I have, man? I like that. If I if I could just smile at people and suddenly they fall in love with me, I could be like an X-Men. I could be like smile guy. My enemies coming at me with a laser cannon. Prepare to die, Mr. Williams. And then I just smile at him. I think I love you, Mr. Williams. Yeah, well, you don't want me to wink at you, buddy. Please, I'm in love with you. Wink at me all you want. Okay. Ding! So what do you think, people? What do you think? I, this lady didn't leave her name. This woman, this 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 person. Um, And uh, I think, you know, we, we, we all want to know what she looks like now. So uh so what 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 I'm proposing 
so that this romance can uh, keep moving. I'm proposing that uh, whoever you are, mystery lady, is you email some pictures of yourself to harlowilliams.com. You can go on to uh, the website and write to the show, harlowilliams.com. And, uh, and if you want, if you give me permission, I will post the pictures on uh, the Harland Highway uh, Facebook page. And the folks can see uh, who the uh, who the who the winked at or the smiled at girl is, because now we're all we're all curious about this. This is this is good. Or if you want to send them and just keep it private, it's your call, and then I can tell the folks on another podcast what I thought, how lovely you are, or maybe you're not lovely. Maybe you you have three eyes and a tail. I don't know. But uh, it's it's your call. I, you, I think we're all curious. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get out in the street and start uh, doing some winking now. I'm, I'm thinking of winking. That's, that's going to be on my T-shirt. That's my new slogan. I'm thinking of winking. No? Okay. Well, anyways, thanks for your call, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that uh, our eye contact made such an impact. I mean, I wish I could be so lucky with the rest of the world and just stare at people and be burned in their memory banks forever, but unfortunately, I don't think I leave that much of an impression. But I certainly did with you. Thank you uh, for following everything. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'm glad we had that moment. I wish I was more aware of it and tuned with it. But, uh, hey, my my credo is if it gives you something, if it makes you feel something, then that's sweet enough. Thanks for the uh, call. And don't forget, everybody, you can call in, too, here at the Harland Highway. And maybe maybe I winked or smiled at you, too. And I don't want any big truck drivers or lumberjacks calling in with a story like that. Because that ain't true. Um, 323-739-4330. You can call in and leave me any story you want. And if I like it, I'll put it on the podcast. After all, it isn't every day that we entertain celebrated contest winners. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I think you're crazy. Well, here's something crazy, gang, that uh going to give you the shivers. Shiver me timbers. Um, this is a story about uh, someone who uh, found uh, bones in their cereal. Okay? Uh, some lady found uh, mouse bones in her breakfast cereal. Have a listen to this. I noticed there was something long in there and it was not shaped like the cereal a pregnant shea bowman smead was finishing her bowl of cereal saturday morning when she noticed something peculiar there's absolutely no way she says she found what looked like a bone floating around in her bowl of life cereal what i really like about this story is that she, she found death in her bowl of life of all the cereals she was eating she finds uh, symbols of death. She finds bones in a cereal called Life. 
Now, that right there should be a lawsuit. That's psychological trauma. I mean, if you're going to have bones, maybe in Count Chocula. I mean, the guy was a vampire. He killed people. He was a murderer. He sucked their blood. You expect to find bones in Count Chocula, not bones in life. While a bone in your cereal may be disturbing, gross food finds aren't unheard of. According to the Food and Drug Administration, animal droppings, insect heads, and even mold to a certain degree are allowed in food in small amounts. Oh, oh, in small amounts. Uh, that's that's okay. Hey, Bill, uh, hey, man, I just ate a bowl of Cheerios and there was a rat skull uh, in my Cheerios. Well, how big was it, man? I don't know, just kind of like uh, maybe an inch or two long. Oh, that's okay. That's allowed, man. Oh, okay. It's kind of give it, gave it a nice texture, to be honest. Oh, yeah, that stuff's great, yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not the whole skeleton, you know. No, I wouldn't want that. But just the skull, that's that's like throwing a strawberry in there. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're allowed small amounts of this stuff? Okay. Let me ask you this. If you were at a nice restaurant and you found a cockroach in your food or a fly in your soup, do they get away with it? Uh, waiter, there's a cockroach in my lobster bisque. Oh, yes, monsieur, that's fine. You're allowed. Excuse me? You're allowed? We're allowed to... Would you like a few more? We're allowed a maximum of four. Uh, no, I think I'll go to McDonald's, waiter. Yes, sir. Thank you. Enjoy the rat burger. What? <laughs> God. And apparently, uh, we're allowed all. There's a, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, allows certain amounts of crap in our food, like mold and feces and hair. I mean, to take a listen to just a few examples right here, if you're not already barfing in your bathroom. For example, potato chips are okay as long as at least 94% of the pieces are not rotted. Noodles can have up to four and a half rodent hairs, and cocoa beans per pound can contain up to 10 milligrams of mammal waste. Good night, Nelly Frittato. I like that mammal waste. Instead of just saying shit, mammal shit, waste. Like a, uh, you know, like a couple of gophers were doing spring cleaning and found some tin cans and a an old Kleenex. Hey, throw this waste outside. Uh, why would I throw it outside when I can throw it in that uh, food product over there? All right, whatever. Just get rid of the animal waste. Okay, thanks. <laughs> then they chew each other's faces with their big teeth. Um, so, uh, how much have you ingested, ladies and nerdle noggins? Huh? How, how much crap of, do you think you've eaten in your life? And you're all sitting there going, oh, I've never done it. Oh, I don't eat hair and waste and insect eyes and turds. Guess what? You probably have. Ooh, I wonder how many. I wonder how many you've eaten. I mean, let's say you're 30, 40 years old, man. That that's like four decades. You you gotta wonder at this point in your life uh, how many if you could stack them all up. Those little uh, those little mouse turds, the little pellets, you know. If you could stack them all up, would it would it look like a box of those chocolate covered raisins? Have you had that many? And rodent hairs. If you, if you put all those together, could you make a little pillow? 
Just a, maybe a throw pillow for your bed or maybe just a little a pillow for behind your head or maybe one of those uh, horseshoe-shaped pillows that they use on the airplanes, uh, like a neck relaxer pillow. Ah, oh, time to have a nice little rest on my rodent pillow. Oh, thank you, rats, mice, muskrats, and beavers for shedding your skin into my food products. Fortunately, I was able to filter them all out and make a nice throw pillow for my bed. How many bug eyes? <laughs> How many bug eyes have you eaten? Maybe that just should be a new cereal, Bug Eyes. I mean, they're kind of big and round and crunchy and crazy colors, green and purple. Kids love kooky stuff like that. Hey, Mommy, where's my bowl of Bug Eyes? Coming right up, you little friend. (laughs) So how much crap have you eaten? Ugh, pretty scary. And uh, what what about this lady that uh, that ate the uh, mouse bone life? As for Bowman Smead, she doesn't plan on biting into life anymore. No, unfortunately, it's my favorite cereal. Oh man, bummer! But if there's anyone out there in marketing listening, you know maybe uh, you know counter programming always seems to be successful. How about uh, you start a cereal called Death? You know, you can put it right up there in the grocery store beside the life. Life. Crunchy, frosted flakes. Sugary flakes. And then death. Sugar-coated mouse bones. Mmm. Cinnamony, sugar-coated mouse bones. I bet owls would love that. Woo-hoo-hoo. I want a bowl of death. Woo-hoo. So there you go. Uh, just uh, get get a strainer. You know the thing you you uh, you use to strain your spaghetti when you pour it out of the uh, hot boiling water. You pour it into the strainer, and all the water seeps through. Do that now with every meal you eat. Like if you get a, a pork chop or a steak or co- cream corn or peas, just everything you get, throw it in the strainer and wash it with hot water. I know it might wash all the sauce off, but at least at the end of the day, you get a hair, turd, and bug-eye-free, delicious, wet meal. Why, George, I think he's got it. Yeah, you got it, all right. You got uh, bugs in your uh, food. Gee, this this, uh, bowl of cereal sure is hairy. What? Hold on, gang. What is it? No, she's not. Again? Hold on. Well, it looks like Roger's waving at me. Stop waving. I can see you. Yes. What is it? He's holding up. Queen Elizabeth is on the line. Again? Wasn't she? Didn't she call in a few weeks ago? Yeah, I know about the baby, the royal baby. Okay, good. All right. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like we had her on a, a few podcasts ago queen elizabeth called in to tell us uh, we kind of got the scoop it was cool um and uh she told us all about the, the the what's going on with the royal babies okay 
let's put her through, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like uh, what a what a treat, what a what a blessing. We we have a call from London, England, the Queen of England, uh, with a royal baby update. Let, let's patch her through, Roger. Uh, hello, uh, Your Majesty. Uh, h- how are you uh, today? Oh, hello, hello. How are you today? It's so nice to hear from you again. Well, it's hey, the pleasure is all, all ours, Your Highness, and uh, we really consider it an honor that you would, uh, you know, talk to us on the uh, podcast. I'm sorry, on the what? On the uh, the podcast, Your Highness. The, the podcast, Your Majesty? Oh, the... P- podcast, y- Your Highness. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The... Podcast! Don't you raise your voice at me, you little... What? I- I'm sorry, Your Majesty. It's just that you seem to be getting hung up on the word podcast. I'm, I'm sorry, Your Majesty. I didn't mean to get off on the wrong foot. Well, what, what, what do we owe the honor? To what do we owe the the honor? To what do you owe the honor? Yes, to what do we owe the honor? Well, we wanted to uh, get an update on on the little royal baby, Your Majesty, the uh, baby George. Ah, oh, yes, that little treasure. What a wonderful. Wonderful child, he's getting older by the minute. Well, yes, I guess he's a couple of months old now, or maybe three months old. Somewhere around there, who's really counting? Well, I guess I guess somebody is. Well, whoever they are, they should get a life. Yes, your highness, and and how how is the little toddler? Is he is he fun? Well, he's backed up. Like a Chinese fire hydrant. A Chinese fire hydrant. Oh, yes. He does nothing but crap the nappies. That's what little babies do. Well, unfortunately, that is part of being a baby. You uh, you don't really know when and where you're going to, uh, you know, go to the bathroom. Well, I know where he's not going to go to the bathroom. What, what, what do you mean, Your Highness? Well, it's hard to go to the bathroom when you have the royal bottom hole plugged. Well, what do you mean the royal bottom hole plugged? Well, the baby does have royalty in his blood. Well, yes, yes, your highness. And that means his dung hole is a royal dung hole. A royal dung hole, your highness. And what I've done is I've taken the royal fire log. The royal fire log. And plugged it up in the royal bungo. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? I stuck a fire log up in the little bungo. Wait a minute, what do you, you can't do that. Oh, yes, I can. That little monkey's been crapping all over the place like he's... A little French poodle in a dog park. I won't put up with it. Well, wait a minute, Your Highness. You can't just get a fire log and shove it up the little baby's... Bungo? Yes. I wasn't going to say it. Then I will 
Is it dunghole or bunghole? It's both. He's got a big, fat dunghole bunghole. Okay, Your Highness, I don't know if this is really the way you should be treating a royal baby. Oh, well, rather that, that you would walk around the royal palace and step on little baby turds everywhere? Let me tell you, young man, it's like trying to navigate across a beach when all the baby turtles have hatched and they're running into the water to save their fucking lives and you happen to step on one of them because there's so goddamn many of them. Your Highness, you did now take it easy. Don't tell me to take it easy. Do you know how many pairs of royal slippers I've soiled stepping on one of those little baby turtle craps? Well, now, Your Highness... I took a fire log from the royal fireplace, a medium to small-sized one, and I plugged his little bunghole, his royal bunghole, with some royal cedar. Oh, my God, Your Highness, I don't think we need to be talking about this. I'll decide what we talk about. I am the Queen of England, and you are a lowly peasant whose head I will cut off if and when I bloody feel like it. Now, Your Highness, we all know you're not going to cut my head off. Just a minute. God! God! I said, God, come here! Yes, Your Highness? I want you to cut his head off. I'm sorry. I want you to cut... Who am I talking to, please? Uh, me? Yes, you. Who are you? I'm Harlan Williams, ma'am, from the Harlan Highway. I want you to cut Harlan Williams' Harlan Highway's head off. No, it's Harlan Williams, and I'm on the Harlan Highway. I want you to cut Harlan Williams' head off the Harlan Highway. uh, Close enough, Your Highness. Oh, man, we can't cut a head off. Yeah, oh, yes, you will. And then when you're done that, I want you to cut your own head off for your insubordinations. Uh, Your Highness, insubordinations? That's right. Uh, you know, maybe this isn't going so good. Roger, I think maybe we caught Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe, can we call you back at another time? Well, you'll have a hell of a time calling me back when you've got no head. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's right. I will chop your head off and put it on a stick and put it in a field and let it be a warning to anyone else who ventures down the Holland Highway Highway that I will cut their heads off and put them on a stick. Okay, Roger, let's hang up. This is really not a good time. Can I tell you about my royal slippers? No, I think we're going to go. Thank you, Your Highness. They've got jewels and they're gold and they've got rubies on them. Okay, thank you. Rubies and green, green Christmas candies all over. Hang up on her. And little sparkly eyeballs. Hang up. Wait, I'm not finished. And silver trinkets and hang up trinkets. Good God. Get her off. Get it off. Roger, hang. Disconnect her. Thank you. And what's with the royal music? Is she? I think she might be ill.
She seems obsessed with the baby going to the bathroom. Oh, God. You know, sometimes I think we get these great scoops, and then it just turns out to be a nightmare here on the Harlan Highway. Anyways, that used up the back end of the show. The ramblings of an insane royal. Well, let's do some quick announcements, gang. If you want to see me live, doing stand-up live, I'm going to be in Knoxville tonight. Wow. Knoxville, Tennessee, boys. I ain't never been there. I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, tell me what. Well, I'll tell you what. Okay, what? Oh, uh, don't make me come over there because I'll tell you what. What? What? You said you're going to tell me what? What? Forget it. Uh, um, I'll be at a place called Side Splitters in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, my first time to the region. Never done uh, stand-up over there. Looking forward to it, I got to tell you. Um, and uh, check check out my website, harlowilliams.com. Go on the... Uh, stand-up link, and uh, you will uh, be able to purchase your tickets online. Take you right to the site, and uh, looking forward to a big turnout uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee. Come on out, catch the kid, and uh, we're going to have a blast. I'm there uh, all through the weekend. Well, not all through. I'm, I'm there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, September 19th to the 21st. And uh, that is going to be a real, real t- treat. And then uh, moving uh, a little north in October, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, I will be at the Pittsburgh Improv. What a spot. Have a great following up there, great club, tons of fun. So I'll see you at the Pittsburgh Improv, October 11th through the 13th. And uh, while you're on the site looking at the stand-up schedule, uh, please go to uh, the YouTube link and subscribe to my YouTube page. We are putting up a lot of funny videos and content. Uh, We are going to start rolling out in segments. My uh, movie that I wrote and directed called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face, we're going to be rolling out the three-and-a-half, four-hour version in like five-minute segments. So you'll be able to follow this movie over the next few years. <laughs> yeah, nobody's done that before. Five minutes of a movie every week. Um, so join the YouTube page. You can follow me at Twitter, at Harlan Williams. And you can write to me if you want. If you have any comments, you can write to harlanwilliams.com while you're there. Or you can even call and leave a voicemail if you're so inclined. And maybe I'll wink at you. Um, 323-739-4330. And I look forward to hearing from you. And then check out the store if you want to buy T-shirts or uh, posters or paintings or CDs or DVDs or movies or T-shirts. All kinds of stuff there. Books. Caramel corn. Now, um... And uh, that's it, man. That is it. Tell your friends to get on the Harlan Highway. Uh, Thanks for being here, guys. 
and gals. Look forward to uh, seeing you the next time. And until then, here's me winking at you over a great big bowl of chicken chow mein. Oh, and don't for- I almost ended it. Don't forget to check out my new sitcom for all of you Canadians listening. Package Deal uh, premieres uh, September 30th, 8.30 on City TV. The whole series is going to run every Monday night, 8.30s on City TV, right across Canada. So let me try that again. Here's me winking at you over a great big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. I think maybe you winked at me. I've been in love with you ever since.